0: Hobart Tasmania we're coming to your area of planet earth the Rewind 80s mixtape tour comes to Hobart Sunday the 7th of April 2024 the Theatre Royal Hobart tickets go on sale next Wednesday on the 13th so don't miss out because it's a small room there'll be a dance floor and it's all 80s hits and we will see you then woohoo
1: you, all the better just to please you. She's precocious and she
2: knows just what it takes to make a pro blush. She got credit stand on side She's
1: got Betty Davis eyes. She'll let you take her. She got better day besides she'll take a tumble
0: on you. Hello there.
3: How you going, guys? Christmas. We're right in the guts of December, aren't we? Yeah. Holy shit, the year is wrapping up and thank fuck.
0: I know, right. It's been a big
3: <laughs> oh, one. Oh, fuck it all right. It's mate. been a big one. Oh my god. And thank you
0: for your messages about last week's episode. Lily loved it. Oh she shit, said, we've got
3: so many Not messages. Not
0: a boring subject. We love it.
3: She loves it. Working nine
0: to five and everyone's getting to the end of the year and they're a little bit tired and I feel like oh there's just so much happening and you've just got to keep going and stuff like that. Yeah. But we're going to do another favourite. Do you want to do some messages though? Have we got anyone there?
3: Yeah, we've got some beautiful messages came have come through, guys. They're, um, yeah, really lovely. A couple of people have contacted us. Just... Um, uh, Diary of My Bestie, whoever that is. Yeah, interesting. I'm not sure who that is. Please let us know your name so we can give you a proper shout out. But they just said, lots of my favourite songs and this one. Great theme. And mm. they were talking about working for the weekend. Yeah, that's great. Um, what else have we got? I'll, I'll keep looking. Uh, look, we we love it whenever we get sort of messages. This one uh, is from Liz Gruelke. I'm not exa- exactly sure where Liz is from. It's in Australia I imagine because of the content but I'm not sure where in Australia so thank you very much Liz hope I got your surname right Grookey All right Liz says I was just listening to your latest podcast and you mentioned controversial artists songs from the 80s the whole reason I bought George Michael's Faith album yes. was because Yana Vent did a highly controversial 60 minutes interview Wow with Michael on I want Your Sex I remember this yes I remember oh, God too. I remember it and I remember yeah. getting sort of all you know I was I was a little kid and I yeah. remember all getting getting all funny about um, George Michael and not knowing why you know? yeah sure stirring in my loins um, my dad was outraged this is back to Liz. My dad was outraged and anything that pissed my dad off when I was 16 was a good thing. Yes. So I bought the album, played it often, then realised it actually is a great album an amazing and that's album. right. And from that period on, George Michael remains my favourite artist of all time. When you look at what artists can say and do these days, the uproar about this song seems ridiculous.
0: Yeah, that's right.
3: Good on you, Liz, for writing in. We love you. Got one more from Leo Stubbing. Leo, g'day, mate. I'm not sure where you're from, Leo, either. Leo's from
0: Sound Museum, so this is my Kylie mate. Oh, right. so Leo, we gave him a shout-out the other day.
3: Oh, good on you. Did we read this? I'm not sure. No,
0: no, we haven't read this. I'm
3: cracking up laughing, you guys, discussing Jennifer Rush in the second episode of the (laughs) UK album's (laughs) Countdown. Yeah. I have to say, Celine smashed the power of love. That's right. When I was doing research for the Colour of My Love episode, I discovered both episodes. Air Supply and Laura Brannigan recorded Power of Love before Celine. It's been round the traps.
1: Well, that's
0: interesting because we called the chick that sang Power of Love a boring Laura Brannigan, remember? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So it doesn't surprise me that we Jennifer did. Rush.
3: Yeah, we did.
0: Because we kind of called her a boring boring Laura Brannigan. Like there was just nothing there. But – Leo, Sound Museum, get on that, guys, over the holidays. Um, I think he's taking three weeks off. Yeah. But he has done some fantastic Kylie episodes and just musically brilliant and and doesn't swear like us. Oh, okay. Um, oh, now, right. we got that's a really bad review, by the way. Now, Mom. there's one more. Let's oh, end yeah, on do a bad that. note. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
3: There's one more. Our beautiful friend Karen Wiltshire has um, – Basically said, love you guys. Karen comes to a lot of our gigs and she's been a big fan for many years. Thank you, Karen, for the support. Yeah. Karen says, love you guys. Look forward to every episode and piss myself laughing each week. Can we come cook you lot dinner during a podcast? Epp, oh. chef Kaz on the job. Well, as as long as it's not mushroom mushrooms and it doesn't kill us all. That's right. Like that lady. Yes. Well, you know that lady. We got to watch. So people. don't kill us, Karen. But be welcome anytime.
0: So. Yeah, Kaz. Now, we did get a bad review. Just on the mushroom thing though, I cooked for the band because we did Cardinia Cultural (laughs) Centre.
3: We all got high.
0: It was raining and I thought, we're not going out for pizzas. I'm sick of pizzas on tour. Like I'm over it. And uh, I made mushroom risotto and the boys just couldn't stop laughing and like, are you trying to kill us? And I'm like, yeah, I am. Eat up, you know. But uh, it was very, fucking very beautiful, baby. Yeah, look, it was just better than. I'm just, I can't do the tour pizza anymore. Nope.
3: Titty you know? food, it's called. Now, this is a, a new pizza. Titty review food pizza? it didn't... gives you titties. You pizza. Just, if you're a man, it gives you titties. Really? Why is that? Just because it's sh- fucking stodgy fucking titty food, mate. Oh,
0: titty food, the ham. Makes you fat. Yeah, the ham's is got, got sugar and shit in it.
2: Yeah.
3: Just I going. feel
0: it. I felt really good that night after eating risotto. Yeah that was homemade, mm. like I put a shitload of um, like herbs in it and stuff. Beautiful. But um, it's just easier to eat that than a pizza and feel like shit. Oh, yeah,
3: you want to go to sleep.
0: And I remember thinking, gee, I had heaps of more energy. Now this chick, what's her name? Charlotte. I'm not going to mention her surname. I think she's on our <laughs> record We could. What has she said about us? Um, new Reviews. So this came in the other week. Right. Sweary Bogans rave but don't research with one star. I'm like, okay.
3: All right. She's got well, a point. What did we promise you, you fucking slut?
0: Absolutely nothing because it says explicit fucking thing on the front fucking thing.
3: Did it, did it say a, a fucking scientist a scientific analysis of the exactly. 80s? Exactly. No, it didn't, cunt. This
0: cunt will park in a disabled fucking parking spot And not know the difference. This is what happens with signs. So how
3: about you do your fucking research Research? and read our summary because nothing's been promised to you, you stupid bitch. I was
0: hoping to get a decent 80s music fix from this podcast but the host just resort to unintelligent, sweary rave rather than doing actual research or forming coherent sentences. The host should check (laughs) out podcast, by the way, of contrast, impeccable if homely research.
3: Yeah, we probably won't. You know, I have. Oh, have you? Yeah.
0: Look, I'm not going to bag them, but it's. You know what? The the thing is when we when we say something you can drink, like it just sounded a bit like what we used to do. Yeah. Anyway, they they were talking about. I listened to one episode which was about the Thompson Twins and they were talking about the song in Sixteen Candles Mm -hmm. and how it doesn't really go with the movie. And I'm thinking, fucking it it does. How does it not go with the movie? How have you interpreted it? They're not musicians. And this is the thing. So they're like, you know that keyboard sound that goes and I'm like, oh, yeah, they're intelligent. Like we are coming from a different Fucking thing whatsoever. Yeah.
3: We're actually musos.
0: Exactly. And we're in 80s bands. <laughs> and, you know, this is the thing though. People, if you don't give a podcast, and you know what? We're not for everyone. I totally get this. Oh, shit. God,
3: no, we're not.
0: I'm fucking. Don't care. Yeah, we
3: are sweary ravers. We
0: are sweary ravers. Absolutely. Like I love Jim Jeffries. I love fucking comedians (laughs) and swear. What? How are you ever going to be interested? The thing is, though, there's explicit on the fucking phone. Yeah. How much do you need to know, you dumb mole?
3: Exactly right. Now we we are sweary ravers. So you just you've just sort
0: of. Well.
3: I don't How know. Are we, Bogans? we are Australian and well, she's by Australian nature we're too. all bogan, so go fuck yourself, exactly. bitch. Exactly. Bloody
0: know. nightmare. But anyway, that was pretty funny. So Hey
3: hey, what's her name?
0: Uh oh, I've already forgotten. Hang on. It is I can't remember now. I took a photo.
3: Charlotte, wasn't it? Charlotte. Charlotte. Well, uh, um, as a bogan, I've got an ancestor that, that was a previous queen of England and I've got three degrees, you bitch.
2: Yeah. So jam that,
3: all right? Exactly. No, look, no, we invite all kinds of. Yeah. Bo- but at
0: <laughs> least give five stars and then bag us. Yeah.
3: That would be cool. That's five stars. Oh look, I totally get
0: that people don't enjoy the podcast because Mm. they want fluffy, fucking. But these guys that I listen to, because I will listen to people that they. The thing is, though, she's promoted that fucking podcast on our podcast.
3: Oh, that's what shits me, right? What she's doing? So she's trying to divert. I don't think she's
0: aware of it. To be honest with you, she's not smart enough, but she's done it. To promote another – so of course I find it because I love that shit. i am got Scorpio in me and I'm what, listening to it going, firstly they've only been on air fucking three times in the last month or yeah. the, the last three months because they've been renovating their house. I don't want to hear that shit. That's how it started, <laughs> you know. And then, oh, you know, the production. What would you know about production? <laughs> It was just very funny, but poor cunts. Um. But um, if you want to check it out, they're very very nice people. We're just not nice people. I'm not interested in being nice. I'm in the music industry. No one's nice. Nah. Look. If I was nice, I'd get nothing done. Let's talk about the corporate function we did on Monday night, though. That was cool. Oh, what did we do
3: again? Oh, we did the. Um, the Timber Yard for timber a lovely yard. company called, which was a series of vowels. I can't remember the name. A
0: I O H. That. That's right. scientists. Fuck,
3: that was fun.
0: But remember the Mad Cow thing that happened?
3: Oh right, so there That's were these. Right. So they
0: had a, a fashion parade. Oh, well, what was they a, were dressed up.
3: Everyone was dressed up, That's wasn't it? Right. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. They were
0: dressed up as Chernobyl, or they were dressed up as. Beetlejuice, blah,
3: blah, blah. It was Beetlejuice and, and fucking Lady Juice, wasn't there?
0: I don't know. There was. And there was Pubba Bubba, Bubba and stuff. First there,
3: there was um, Freddie. There was like uh, Freddie Mercury and like this big yeah, dude dressed he, as
0: he, – but he was big but he was nice.
3: Freddie and Drag.
0: Freddie and Drag. Yeah. Fern Tree Gully Freddie, I called him. Yeah. And um, there were these two people dressed as cows and I thought – Someone said, oh, they're the cash cows. And I went, oh, they're a bit fatter than the yeah, cash cows. Yeah, but they, cow. you
3: said cash cows and they came straight up to the stage like, we're not cash cows. We're mad cow disease. We're mad cows. And oh, we like
0: kind of looked at each other and went, mad cow we're disease in the 80s? It was the
3: 80s. It
0: I thought it was like 80s. 90s. But we found out it was 70s.
3: It was the first thing appeared in the late 70s. So it's like <laughs> even though we thought it was 90s yeah. it was actually 70s. Yeah, right. Like it, it, it wasn't may have 80s come was back the point, you know? In the 80s. Well, no. it did, but then it it became really big in the 90s and Yeah. It wasn't an 80s thing, you know? And they're like going research, it, look research it up. Research it. So then like that's the first thing we did because yeah. we do <laughs> we do do our fucking research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But um uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> then we were actually helping call the competition because yes. the, the sort of boss got up and was you know calling the competition best, and we're like we're like sort of trying to steer it away from the mad cows. You're not going to give it to the mad cows, are you? We're saying to the yeah, bloke, yeah, he and knew I was gonna, he
0: knew too, he and, like, and then nah. Freddie kicked up and said you can't win if it's not '80s. That's right. But he was talking about. Something else.
3: But I think everyone, everyone must have gone knew. like, but oh, But these scientists, it's not shouldn't
0: they know? Yeah. I don't know. So, and then I really wanted to tell them over the mic, <laughs> that was in the 70s, but you guys like,
3: Sammy, no, no. And you had a point. But could you hear me doing the John Blackman? Like, you know, after the first song, I was just like doing everyone's inner monologue. Like… As the as the Freddie's walking up to the stage, I'm like, oh, "Fucking get yeah, out of my way!" Yeah, yeah,
0: great, yeah, good. Like, it's shit. on video, actually. The band were pissing themselves laughing. Yeah, it was the funniest. You and I.
3: It was fucking hilarious. And I'm so
0: glad we did that because that fashion parade went for like 40 minutes. Yeah.
3: Oh, and that was up.
0: like one set for us, you <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah,
3: exactly.
0: And we played. Was and was an did, easy gig you know, for us, wasn't it? It was a very easy gig. And the yeah. food was incredible at the yeah, Timber Yard. Yeah. That food, I've never had anything like that ever. Oh, good. Because Maddie's veg or pescatarian, just to have something there, oh my God, it was amazing.
2: Yeah.
0: Timber Yard were awesome. I'm fighting this year. I'm liking the venues we've gone back again even more. Yeah. I'm getting to know the people at the venues and they're just. I know how to get everyone sort of in and everything. And yep, yep. we drove right into the venue with the truck and put everything out and stuff like that. But we've had some great, Chrissy little parties. Yeah. Um, and I think they're running out now, but we're going to Sydney this weekend to do a 40th, which uh, would be exciting. You
3: know, companies keep sort of running their Christmas parties into January, especially if they work all the way through. Yeah, and especially that's if right. they're in like. Uh, hospitality and stuff like that, yeah. they'll, they'll actually have their Christmas party in January. Yeah. So if you're still looking and booking, Timber Yard, guys, Timber Yard. Yep. Get around them. They're really good in Port Melbourne.
0: Oh, they're great. And you can book us as well, rewind Now tonight we're doing – we just had our Spotify results and we've realised <laughs> we don't really pay that much attention to Spotify. Like I usually do iTunes. Mm. But we've grown 79% with Spotify.
1: Fuck,
3: that's amazing.
0: And that's a lot. In the last year. Yeah. So you all got like your Spotify stats and everything, which is I think it's right. I've, I'm pretty sure they're right. But anyway. I wonder so,
3: how much um, Chris, Christian Perspectives on the 80s or whatever uh, the fucking show yeah, is. How much no, there's
0: nothing. You couldn't even find them. Um, and I think they're American too, which sucks because I like Americans but don't don't talk about comparing Aussies to Americans. Different people. You were streamed into 15 countries. Australia was our top country with 83% of our total streams from Australia. Oh, is that
3: right? So yeah. Spotify is big with the Aussies.
0: Yeah, big with the Aussies. Uh, our rating was 4.9, not anymore since that cunt threatened that thing. <laughs> it's now 4.4. No, it's not. I don't know what it is. I don't care. Um, now, episode 192 Sex Over the Phone. Telephone tunes really brought them in. So that's the one everyone cut and pasted on their page. Right. And told everyone about or shared it, you know what I mean? Because they would know that from the share thing. Yeah. Um, Now our biggest um, thing for the year, which was just for the year, was episode 181, Smash Hits 87 Aussie Album Compilation, Patreon request from Leith in Tasmania. Yes. Who I met at the Pseudo Echo gig. That's right. The other night and when we got a photo taken and all that stuff. So Leithy, good work, man. Now that means we can do a lot more Patreon stuff next year I think Mm. because obviously people really enjoy getting involved. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. So this week we've decided we're going to do another compilation because it's summer, we're winding down, it's nearly Christmas, why not? So tonight we're going to look at 1981 Rocks On.
3: That was a good one. Who remembers it? Nineteen eighty-one, rocks on. Good year, my we- favorite year. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, oh, yeah. I think my favorite year of the of eighties music because you had that beautiful Cross sort over. of crossover coming yeah. out of like disco and lots of seventies influences and like new wave is just like you know exploding, and and they 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 didn't they didn't even really coined the phrase new wave yet they didn't know what to call it it was so new yep. it was just all this incredible music was coming out they yeah. were calling it post punk and stuff and yeah. really had nothing to do with punk but uh, there you go
0: there you go so the first track was Kim Kahn's Betty Davis eyes and that was number that was the opening track on the record love it Love I didn't it! Realise
3: it was the early B- Betty Davis. Yeah,
0: songs. God, yeah, eighty-one. This was the one I bought on single at brushes in eighty-one, and yeah. it had a green record label on it. And it was my first. It was my first song I brought yeah. with my own money.
3: My, um, I'm just looking at the album cover of 1981 Rocks On. Yeah, and it's that um, beautiful sort of cal- like like a calendar. That's right. Like um, June, July, August, September, and it's got like. It's it, it's like a kid's cal- like a teenager's calendar where they've like written all the band names in on the fucking calendar. Like yeah. like they're gonna go to all those gigs in that. Yeah, month no, it's thing. great.
0: It's a great little thing. Yeah. I
3: remember it really well. Yeah. So um this a white be- calendar. Yeah. With this, all the colours. This will be great. I love this. It
0: will be. So the first song on track or side one was Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. One of my faves. I love it. We should do it in our band, I think. Um, Definitely. Really love Kim. Do Karp's. it well, you know. Yeah, do it well. yeah. Be amazing. I remember years ago start. doing it with the puppets. Yeah, and, we did. Um,
3: I used I used to go to the back, the back of the stage at the spot, and there was a massive fan because remember how hot it used mm-hmm. to get in there. Mm-hmm. So there was a um, a massive fucking uh, fan in between the stage and the band room, and. Um, I used to stand and just like dance in front of the fan so I'd yeah. be like blowing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? well that's
0: so 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, it's very 80s. All right, the second track I've got down as well. I didn't remember this track to be honestly, honest with you mm. from the record, but I don't. It's interesting, but I think I would have skipped it put it that way. Yeah. But I thought I'd play it because it's always interesting to hear new songs and there might be someone that that remembers it, you know? Mm. Um, because I really, really could not remember it. I was like, What? But here it is now. See if you can remember it.
2: You notice that I close my eyes again and smile and. Silence, I have gone in for you. But then, what an accident of stars brought you so late into my arms? Where even now, another sleep here in my heart, I know that you and I. Do
3: you remember it? I don't remember it, but it's a cool little bop, isn't it's it? It's a cool,
0: it kind of has potential.
3: Yeah.
0: I remember that da, da 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 I remember that bit, but i Probably liked it for five minutes and then went
3: nuts. Cool little sort of call and response thing and it's got a bit of a, you know, What's his name? Rupert Rupert Hine.
0: Misplaced
3: Love? Yeah, Misplaced Love. So Rupert actually only died a few years ago. Oh, shit. Um, 2020. He died in 2020. Oh, wow. English, uh, Englishman. Yep. English uh, artist there. Um, So probably our UK listeners will have a better kind of sense of all of that.
0: That's right, but it's not bad at all, but I just do not remember it.
3: Now, is the great thing about looking at compilations and this is why we do it because it sort of brings forward some some tracks that like were possibly really big at the time, especially when these albums came out. Yeah,
0: well, that's right.
3: But, you know, they just haven't stood the test of time in different regions. yeah. Um, yeah. So so UK listeners, if this is a big one for you and you know a little bit about Rupert Hine, write to us, you know, write us a little message.
0: Were there any um, stats on uh, the record getting anywhere or?
3: Um, not that I can see yeah. right now. Just I think, I th- I think this was from an album called Immunity. It was. It was fr- uh, from an album called Immunity uh, released in 1981. Obviously they would have had this on the uh, – on the compilation, and I mean, if they're sort of with with the compilations, especially the the Aussie ones, because this was released in um, by EMI. EMI, yeah, that's right. They would have been um, either either popping this on the album because they were hoping to launch in Australia a little bit more. Yeah,
0: that's right. Or
3: they had launched and they were just trying to sort of push things yeah. up and massage the numbers a little bit. But, yeah. Um, Marian Faithful did some vocals on, on this track, okay. on, on This Place Love.
0: Yeah, right.
3: Um, but I just can't find any info about sales and that kind of oh, thing. Oh,
0: that's all right. But Interesting, isn't it, how I just really don't – I remember it so vaguely. Mm. But I would have skipped it for sure. So the next single, Everyone's Favourite Little Diddy, is next on this album. This really brought attention to – this was released in 1981, and you keep forgetting that. You know, <laughs> you don't know because we still do it to this day. Cover bands cannot not do this song. Yeah, people love it, and it's 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 been you know good old bloody Rick's life. So here we go. Jesse
2: is a friend. I know we've been a good friend of mine, but lately a changed, it ain't hard to define, just he's got himself a girl, and I wanna make her mind, and she's watching him with those eyes, and she's loving him with that body, I just know Yeah, he's whole. Play along with Fisher Raid There doesn't seem to be a reason to change You know I feel so dirty when they start talking cute I want to tell her that I love her, but the porn is probably new Cause she's watching it with those eyes And she's loving him with that body I just know And he's holding her in his arms
0: So that's live Rick Springfield.
3: I love that live version. That's a Just great sort of, version. Yeah, beautiful. How
0: good's the kick drum?
3: Yeah. Right yeah. in your face.
0: I love the mix the, is great. The
3: guitar tone as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And the vocals up front. Yep. And the bass is there and the keys are all there cuz people don't realize there's keys in that song. Still Especially looks the part, Ricky. Well. Ricky looks oh, good. No, he's, gorgeous.
3: he's um 74 now. Yeah. Now I've got a feeling we could get him on the show.
0: I reckon so too. We I'll, should look into
3: it. I'd be really interested because he's an Aussie of course and he's from Guildford, New South Wales. Yeah. Um uh, he lives in the US now, I believe, with his uh wife Barbara. So yeah. um and and I don't know, I really um he, he did some time in Melbourne, I, I believe, when he was younger. He lived in Broadmeadows. Yep. Uh, and he he actually remembers seeing the Beatles perform at Festival Hall in Melbourne.
0: Right, of course.
3: So, you know, he he had some fucking – like he did that film with Meryl Streep where he what, – what's it called? Like Ricky and the Ricky in the Flash or some shit like that. Um, where, you know where she's a muso? I
0: don't know that one. She's a
3: muso and she goes to her daughter's wedding and – you know, she's like the big sort of black sheep in the family, oh. and Rick, Rick Springfield is the boyfriend. He's who's a good actor. In the, yeah,
0: in Californication, he's piss funny.
3: Yeah, yeah, and
0: yeah. he was always in General Hospital. That's, That's why right. he moved over to America, I think. Yeah, and then of course Jesse's girl just went through the roof. Yeah, now I remember my neighbours playing this song like Next Door Neighbour 1981, I remember it. And Mm. I used to think, God, they play that song all the fucking time. What's wrong with them? Yeah, yeah. Um, I appreciate the song but it was never something that I wanted to play. But we play it every week now. Fuck yeah. I mean, he's he's paid a lot of bills for a lot of musos really, hasn't he? You know what I mean? It's not just Rick writing the song. People are playing it.
3: He's released something like. He's released over fucking like almost thirty albums. Yeah, it's fucking incredible, yeah. mate.
0: There's more to him than Jesse's girl.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. In in um, the eighties alone, he had an album. I mean, this is from uh, Working Class Dog. Yep. Um, love that cover. Released an album in 81, 82, he had Success hasn't spoilt me yet. Living in Oz in '83. He had two albums in '84, Hard to Hold and Beautiful Feelings. He had Tao in 85, Rock of Life in '88, and then must have taken a bit of a hiatus because he didn't have an album released until 97. But then, like even into the noughties, it was like bang, 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 bang with the album. So yeah. Fucking great. Yeah, he's
0: in charge of his own career. Yeah. I think that's what happened when a lot of museos that may have had – success took their own career in their own hands. It's usually their partner manages them or something. And, yeah. And then they just keep putting out records because you weren't allowed to put out that many records with the record companies. You had to do them at a certain time exactly. and blah, blah, blah. You had blah, blah, to
3: blah. let them sell and tour with them That's and stuff. right.
0: But good old Rick. Now the next track on this album is track four, which is Rene Gaya, Say I Love You, Say I Need You, which is a great little ditty. Say Renee. all the things that people say.
3: Recently passed Renee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renee Gaia. Mm-hmm. Great song
0: though, and uh, I remember John Watson in the video. Watto, he was in the video. He's been he was with her for a long time. Yeah, Watto. But mm, rest in peace, beautiful Renee. She was definitely an Australian icon, especially for soul singing
3: and Melbourne resident. We used to yeah. run into her all the time.
0: That's right. Just Absolutely. Just to love Maddie. Remember. Oh yeah, yeah. She 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 loved she had a little steel tongue, the old Renee. She'd tell you what she thought. And you just had to either take it on the chin or just you know. But as a woman in the industry, you kinda do have to have a little bit more about you just oh, to keep it. the guard up.
3: Oh fuck yeah. 100%. You know um, people take advantage of you.
0: And she was always a big smoker and really tough chick in the seventies when she was interviewed. She didn't take much shit at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But that's a great track. I think that was her 80s breakout track where we all looked backwards and said, oh, I wonder what else she's done, you know. Uh, Yeah, right. Very commercial kind of a track. Um, Now the next track, which was track five on Side A, which is Split Ends, I Don't Want to Dance. I didn't put that one on but if you guys remember that, I Don't Want to Dance, I don't remember that one.
3: Split Ends. I don't
0: want, no, Split Ends. No not that one, is it? No. I should have put it on, but we were running out of um,
3: – Oh, you can only do so much. And the next one's an awesome track.
0: Absolutely. Cool world. And uh we're going to play that now, Mondo Rock. Your world
2: is as cold as ice. Your world is so nice that you don't.
3: For some reason I think this could work for us. Oh, any Mondo Rockwood.
0: Any Mondo Rockwood. But like this
3: in particular, you know, like for some reason it's just got a a beautiful feeling about it, this song.
0: We have done Come Said The Boy before.
3: That works.
0: Yeah. Um, Oh, really, yeah. I I know Eric so well, the guitarist, and he's got his own band and he does all these tracks and I've always felt a bit funny about it. Doing songs I've, when he's doing them. You know? I've
3: done "Come On the Boy." It's sort of not yeah. as a song. Ah, <laughs> that, that one we'll have to write a live show.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's
3: good. More money there. It worked.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we'll come on the boy. We can put <laughs> that together. But um, yeah, there's the one porn. for you, Charlotte. Yeah, get on, your Charlotte. Um, oh, just read the fucking JPEG. <laughs> yeah. Mate. yeah. Um, love Mondo Rock. I think they're amazing. Mondo did get a lot of success when it, when they were put on the compilation albums because they were quite an older band. They weren't – when they are on Countdown, they were in their late 20s or – They
3: had done stuff already.
0: Exactly. We've got Rossi Wilson who, who Daddy did cool. Daddy Cool and stuff and, and everyone had done another band. So mm. this was just another strike – lightning you know like it was incredible they weren't
3: 17 and 18 like the other artists on but they
0: worked and a lot of people went and saw their live gigs because they had phenomenal songs they were phenomenal songwriters you know and
3: great musos
0: yeah absolutely in fact they were on the mushroom 50 and rossi sounded fantastic i haven't watched it yet. yeah i haven't either but i just saw mondo rock Mm. And I thought, gee, the mix was really good. So whoever mixed that did a really good job. I'm not sure about the other stuff, but it was done really, really well. Mm. Really well. And I will watch it. I just haven't got around to it as yet.
2: Very busy. Uh,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've got good old cool world, Mondo Rock, the next track. These were long sides, you know what I mean? Side A, track seven, was Sheena Easton, Modern Girl. That's right. That was another song we talked about Sheena last week on the show.
3: Modern girl, yeah.
0: She's a modern girl. I can't even remember it. It was another. It was after morning train. I was a little bit, really. I don't know. Now you're a modern girl after you've banged the fucking train guy. So I don't know if I'm into it. <laughs> um, she just had. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like it wasn't. I was a bit like, oh Sheena, come no. on, you know. But Dad's loved her because she was the beautiful looking. Normal girl next door. I
3: always found her quite asexual, and I oh god, yes. Yeah. I thought it was like just so <laughs> A- not asexual? believable. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. not believable when she did like the sl- full slutty thing after yeah, she hung out the with same. Prince. Same.
0: It's funny. It's like I
3: didn't believe it.
0: I didn't believe it either, nah. but I mean, it was great. Oh yeah, great music. But you knew Prince wasn't going to get near her.
3: She went even. S- what oh, the fuck sorry, was that? was that? my email. Is that, is, <laughs> thought yeah. it was a Uber Eats turning yeah. up or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, guys, I haven't turned my Sorry, Karen, up. we got sorry, Uber Eats. Sorry, Karen. Today. Yeah, we'll call her Karen. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, we've we got Uber Eats during the show. Uh, modern girl, she's a modern girl. Something went like that. I don't know.
3: Now we've got a um, we've got a lovely Aussie one now.
0: Now I love these guys. I think they were incredible very Aussie, very beachy. You know what I mean?
3: And you could have said they were bogans too, but oh, they, you know, that's it's, right. they were great.
0: And stylish.
3: That's right. Here we
0: go. <laughs> Love it.
3: What a fucking track.
0: Great track.
3: I just want to like songs like this make me want to go back to Aussie music venues oh, at yeah. this time. That's right. And just be part of the vibe. Queensland. Yeah. When Summer Quangu's was there and you, you listen know. You listen to the beautiful bass line in this and just the intricate guitar work and everything and fucking James saying like whatever the fuck oh, he was saying. Oh, see, this
0: is the thing. I used to sit there with Aussie Crawl Records and learn, learn the lyrics.
3: Yeah, right, right.
0: And I remember... I'm going to the moon. I can't afford it. Mama's got a bird's nest hairdo, and I found that incredibly.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's birds a good lyric. Bird's nest hairdo. It's a fucking great lyric. Oh,
0: that's amazing.
3: He, they the actually the lyrics were great. They, they were great. They were really smart. They, they were, were really were. subversive because they were often about. The boys were actually, even though they appealed to like a, a beachy crowd. They the boys were actually from quite affluent families, and a lot of the songs were like making comment about normal families. Well, like Aussie families that they thought they were a bit like um, Lord and Lady Mark, and sort of like
0: yeah, that's true. You know, sort of saying they came from Mount Eliza. Yeah, they
3: did. They were all from that area, you know, Mm. which was a you know a good a good educated area, lots of money. Yeah. Um, but they yeah, I found the the lyrics were always fantastic. And yeah. then this was um this was written by not James, but who wrote this one? Oh this would be um, Sean and uh, sorry, Sean Higgins and Guy McDonough. Guy. So.
0: Well Guy was the one that was in the spa bath in o Errol. that's it. He sang O'Errol. Yeah. So which Maddie thinks is what does Maddie think the song is? Oh Errol. I will give everything because it's about Errol Flynn, but Maddie thinks it's about being on the beach or something. Oh. Uh. I can't
3: remember yeah, what he thinks. Piss it is. Funny th- it's he a It's a good misheard letter. It's lyric, so misheard. It? And it
0: makes me laugh because we went and did, when we did the um, Gold FM thing with Suits, this was on as we were coming home. We were both really tired because we'd been there from four in the morning. Yeah. And, uh, it came on Gold FM on the radio and he was singing this other thing and I'm like, what the fuck are you singing? <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I said, it's about Errol Flynn, mate. You're like, it's
3: not that. I
0: know. I was so unimpressed. <laughs> oh, I think he thought it was something about summer or wind. I can't remember. it. I wish he was up. He could tell us. But <sighs> it was fucking awesome. <laughs> Best unheard lyric ever. Number uh, – we're still on side A. A side A, um, number nine was – the this little girl by Gary U.S. Bonds. I didn't even have the heart. Gary to put U.S. It on there.
3: Bonds, but it has the the writer is B. Springsteen.
0: Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm-hmm. You're right. So maybe this was another hookup with this new artist, but I just didn't worry about listening to it because I
3: Gary I'd U.S. Bonds. That's a shit name.
0: Shocking. Sounds like a business.
3: But hey, Americans, if you. Have a good memory of this song. Let us <laughs> let us we, let yeah. us know to sort of lay off it. You know,
0: yeah, that's right. Mm. Well, I just thought, oh look, the other songs are what make this record. Now, this obviously is a huge favourite of ours, and it's side one opens our B. show really, yeah. like fucking gig after gig. This yeah. one, yeah, and this is side B or side two, whatever you want to call it, track one and. Oh, she's just my favorite girl. Here we go.
3: The kids In
0: America. America. Do you know what I love about this compilation
3: album? What?
0: It goes from Aussie to New Romantic within yeah, it does. two sides. Yeah, So we've got side, this is actually side two, which is Kim Wilde. Now, as a kid when I got this record or my grandmother used to buy them for the kids, yeah. grandma's always brought them for the garage so that when you came yeah. over you had something to dance to. Yeah. It was um it was magical. Mm. And I remember thinking, here's Kim Wilde again, because that's how I got introduced to Checkered Love ah. through a compilation as well. So Kimmy was on um this one and I was like, this chick's just incredible. Yep. And you gotta remember Kimmy's English and she's singing Kids in America. And everyone was quite confused about that.
3: Very, very smart. This was her debut single. That's right. That's right. It's a big debut. And she's sort of like very British, but singing about America. That was, uh, uh, yeah, that was very, very smart.
0: Big time. Yeah. And I think that's because her dad was huge in America. Ah. He was a rock and roll star already. Yeah. And I think dad had a lot to do with the lyrics as well as the brother with the
3: music. Well, her and her brother might have been the kids in America, you know what I mean? They might have been, they might have, yeah. It's just really, really good. Mm.
0: And the production on this track is incredible as well. It never gets old. Beautiful. This always goes down with us. Gotcha. Always. And I saw a thing on the news the other night about people are starting to buy from op shops now, they can't afford like fashion labels and I'm thinking this is the first time it's ever happened and I'm thinking you're fucking right. The 80s was all about op shops and artists doing their own clothing and like Kim Wilde was a fashion student and all she wore was that blue and white top with a suit jacket and it became her thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She had the best hair in the world. Yeah, she did. And that's where she started with the hair.
3: But it's amazing, sort of the the combo of the hair with the suit jacket. Amazing. People were just like, Yeah, that no, looks it looks great. amazing. And it's like it's still now like a really good rock look. You it just is. have your normal things on and your normal hair. Yeah. And you put like a fucking suit jacket on. And it's just like the contrast is really cool.
0: If you start with your hair, which they did in the 80s, Mm. the other stuff was easy. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the thing about Kim Wilde is she was very androgynous and androgynous was something we hadn't seen with many women.
3: No, that's right. But
0: she was just beautiful.
3: She, and and you look at sort of the ma- big male artists after the – I don't believe she was copying anybody. No, not at all. You look at the big male artists in, the, right. in the UK just after this and I'm talking about like Simon Le Bon, even George Michael. Yeah. They really was sort of doing this look. Yeah, of that's That right. sort of beautiful blonde, the mullet flickered hair. hair. Yeah, 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 that's right. And the suit jacket, you know? Yeah,
0: because they had the parted hair at the start. Yeah. The flicky part and yeah. the short back and stuff. Mm. And then, I don't know who, you're right, who the fuck did this hairstyle yeah. before Kim? Yeah,
3: exactly. I don't
0: think there were that many. No.
3: And no. then all
0: of a sudden, we're wild boys in and we're fucking – even James Freud did the yeah. single look, you know. Yeah,
3: that's right. It
0: was really the, about the mullet, mm. you know. And mm. and I think, God, she just was incredible. So for me as a kid when I saw Kim Wilde, I think I got more out of her than I did out of Madonna to be honest with yeah,
3: you. Yeah, that's it.
0: But I did get a lot out of Madonna. I won't sort of – how beautiful it is, it is seeing her on stage with her kids and how much she loves her kids. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's really amazing. yeah. You know, good old Kimmy Wild. So, what else did we have on the record? So, this is a really good record. Duran Duran. We've got to play Duran Duran for our mates. I
3: don't know if we've ever played this on this I show. Don't I'm not think sure we I have. Fuck, I think this might be my favourite fucking. I think Duran we've Duran got to song. do it in Rewind Eighties. Yeah. Here what we an go. opener,
0: mate. Yeah.
3: This is their debut single, everyone. Joran, Joran. Right. Yeah, this did really well in the UK. It went to number twelve, but it did even better in Australia. It went to number eight. So we fucking love them straight oh, up. Oh, we
0: gave them their career. Yeah, like
3: yeah. Kiss. Exactly right. Because he's loved him. Exactly right. You had to be big in Australia, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. Well, Australia had a market because we love music.
3: We loved good and music. And we
0: pay for it.
3: And the crowds were fucking voracious. Like if they toured out here, the crowds would go fucking spastic. Nuts. You know? Nuts.
0: We do really, and I've always wanted to do this, I do want to do a special on Sing Blue Silver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. concert. Cause yeah. We love that. Yeah, for sure. And that was when we first pitched this show. I wanted to do Single <laughs> do Silver that? and yeah. I still do. Yeah, it's for been 5 years, four we've years later. To do it. I know we will do but, it. But um, yeah, Duran Duran, you'll hear a lot more Duran Duran on I think we need to do this. Mm, absolutely. Beautiful 1981.
3: Now this is this is the lyric, guys. This is sort of like this is what they said first in terms of the lyric. I only came outside to watch the nightfall Fall with, with the, the rain. rain. I heard you making patterns rhyme. Yeah. Like some new romantic looking for the TV sound. Switch you, it off. You'll see me. You, you'll see I'm right some, some other, other time. time. It's just like, God, their lyrics were so fucking good. Yeah, they harsh. were like Bowie good. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's right. That's right, and that and that lyric of um, "I heard you making patterns" rhyme is very Bowie.
0: Oh yeah, totally.
3: You know, um, totally.
0: Well, Simon used to sit there with his notebook and write. You got a spider on your mic? Just no,
3: just a like a bit of fluff. It's fucking driving me crazy. It's probably my hair or something. No, it's fluff. But um, um, they were very Bowie. He was, an, you know, he was an actor, so he was very sort of. Um, very lyrically driven, like it was yeah. all into sort of the lines and the poetry and all yeah, of that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Amazing,
0: amazing song. I love it. It gets your heart heartstrings.
3: And it really sort of cemented and heralded the, the New Wave, New Romantics movement as well.
0: Yeah, 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 that's right.
3: You know, I think and it was one of the first tracks to mention New Romantics.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. Mm. Absolutely. It's amazing. So uh, the next song which is also just as amazing. There was a rivalry between these two bands in the 80s and I remember feeling a bit pressured to like one or the other. But if I was to say which one I like now, both of them, oh look, I would be a bit more Duran Duran. But the next band was the first concert I ever saw in my life, like my first big concert. That I didn't even pay for. I broke into the concert. It was hilarious. So, this is track three, side B, and it's our old mates who we love. Here we go.
2: Sure I lost my mind Sitting on a park bridge Years away from fighting I had to cut a love story Sure I lost my mind
3: Spando episode. Yeah,
0: I was thinking the same thing, we need to do one.
3: Because people think that Spando are are true and gold and although I love those tracks, that's not what Spando is. like. People don't realise that Spando is sort of... Like a Euro disco act, incredible musicians, and this is sort of their debut debut uh, single as well. So really, yeah, okay. So this is coming out on this compilation. You've got fucking uh, Planet Earth, Duran Duran. This is really pushing it. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You know, this is massive.
0: And I might have gone for a pish during this, so sorry, that went forever, but why <laughs> oh the yeah. fuck wouldn't it?
3: No, it was a beautiful big yeah, slice. It really good,
0: nice song. And it's, it kind of sounds like confusion with art, mm. dun, 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 like – you're running around an art gallery or something. That's the vision.
3: A lot of that there was Yeah. That was a big 80s thing. That fucking where yeah. do I go? What do in I the do? Forest. Like looking out the side of the yeah. frame. Like fun- <laughs> and
0: I think this was actually filmed in the forest and a castle.
3: Oh right. I might wow. be
0: getting the songs mixed up, but I'm pretty sure this is where the tartan skirts come in with these guys.
3: Okay. Um and
0: 1981 was magical because you had All this new stuff coming in. No
3: one was like, "Look, if anything." No one give
0: a fuck about anyone. you know. No,
3: if anything, people were, you know, a lot of artists were looking to Bowie, uh, but but they were redoing it in a way that, like, even Bowie then, like in Bowie in the eighties, was looking at all of these guys, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you get influenced.
3: Yeah, yeah. And I think sometimes
0: you don't mean to be influenced and you start doing things like I've written songs and gone, who the fuck does that sound like? And it'll Mm. be Jane Childs or something like that and I'll go, Jesus, you know. So you do pick up subconsciously a lot of creative energy and it stays in your body for years. And then you write this song and you go, this is great. Yeah, yeah. But where's it come from? But it's listening to music.
2: Yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah. They were going for like a really – Really primo kind of club looking sound. Oh, as they well. were a great band. Life. So awesome.
0: Tony Hadley has one of the best vocals in the world. Yeah, he's yeah. George Michael material.
3: Yeah, that's know. right. And even though sort of Duran, if you were to sort of pitch them against each other in terms of the rivalry, Duran really exploded because they were sort of like huge, like into. They were sort of like I don't know that that kind of. They had a hype, you know what I mean? Do you know,
0: I think Spandau Ballet were more mature in their approach. I know it sounds weird. It was like Duran Duran with the Beatles of New Romantic. Yeah, yeah. And then Spandau Ballet were a bit more mature. Yeah. There was something just very nonchalant about them. Like They'd look down the camera and they were, I can't explain it, but it just seemed like like they were older. And they probably weren't. There was
3: almost more polish or something. I don't know. There was something they were so sure about themselves. Yeah, they were. I I think
0: Duran were innocent. Spanel Ballet were really out there. Yeah. This is what you're going to like, where Duran were like, like us, like us, but they knew, you know.
3: Like listen to – Oh, listen to both of those songs, but just the movement. Half the
0: time, it was the record companies that put them against each other anyway. <speaking> yeah,
3: yeah, that's right. To
0: make it interesting for exactly. the kids, because oh. really they're nothing like each other. No, no, I
3: mean that's right. they've got
0: incredible bass players. They've got incredible musicians.
3: Now it's only fair. Um, this song is about like a war veteran. I'll read the lyrics.
0: Okay, well that's what Spanner Ballet is about, really, isn't it?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, soldier is turning, see him through white light. Running from strangers, see you in the valley. War upon war, heat upon heat. To cut a long story short, I lost my mind.
0: Amazing. Great lyrics.
3: Beautiful little boppy tune. I love it.
0: Because Spandau Ballet is about war. Yeah. And I don't know what it's about, but Maddie goes that's about, it's quite violent apparently.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Like the actual meaning of it. Yeah. And – it's interesting if this is their first single, and they've written about war. It's a whole marketing approach, isn't it? Really? Yeah,
3: yeah, you know. that's right. Very um,
0: good. But we will do a show on Spandau for sure.
3: There is that sort of—I don't know if, if it's an urban myth, but apparently they, um, apparently they saw they saw graffiti. They saw graffiti on a wall. Oh,
0: that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah. Um, that's where they got the But, yeah, the actual sort of meaning of that graffiti. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, no, they did see this graffiti and it's about – um, it's violent. It's violent, not violent. Violent,
2: yeah.
0: Um, but beautiful, beautiful. We will do an ultra Um, span of ballet. We've already done Duran Duran, so if you want to go back and have a look at that – I think we did a two-part special on Duran.
3: Duran Duran episode. I will get very that.
0: Very early on.
3: Yeah. I'll get the episode number for you after the next song.
0: Now I'm going to put this old guy in because it is very new romantic.
3: Uh, yeah, no, yeah.
0: And I do love the song. I have to say it's a masterpiece. Here we go. This was uh, Side B, track four.
2: Cold air Freezing breath on a window pane, lying and waiting A man in the dark in a picture frame, so mystic and soulful Out in a piercing cry, it stays with you until
3: beautiful mix of instruments actually like because yeah. you've got this sort of it's gorgeous yeah you've got that sort of raw uh, piano, piano that you yeah. really raw piano and and yeah. sort of viola i think they use and then all kinds of synths and then you've got the roll and drum machine and um, oh, it's a masterpiece. It's a bit of everything in this song.
0: Yeah, it's a masterpiece. It takes you on a journey.
3: Oh, it really does. And and I've been getting – I've been sort of – I've been going through some fucking shit lately mm. and so therefore getting really lost in music. Right. You know what I mean? Because, you know, like it's, it's like you become – when you become really vulnerable, you become like a little kid again and you just get like fucking – ...like swallowed up in music. Like I've been yeah. playing so much music. And, yeah, right. And um, it's stuff like this where it like really takes you on a journey that I love. Yeah,
0: it's funny you say that because I don't do much of that anymore.
3: Yeah, right.
0: Which is really... Oh, look, I will get pissed out in the backyard of my own and...
3: Oh, yeah. It's always fucking... I always listen to Kyle, Play some stuff and have a dance. You know?
0: Oh, I do.
3: Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess it's it's interesting when you get in that head zone... But I do love I'll, this song. I'll
3: have a little edible and then put um put edible. it in the in the theater room, you know, like an yeah, edible in the theater room. And the theater room and it's like you're at the fucking cinema. Yeah, right. It's the most mind-blowing thing. Wow. Yeah.
0: Would you watch a video like what are the songs you've been listening to? Uh
3: oh, for, uh, actually a lot of 90s sort okay. of alt rock to oh. be to be honest. Wow. Just because it's sort of Just because it's sort of like dark and like you know, early '90s alt rock is like a deconstruction of the '80s, and and they do say if you really love something, you've got to destroy it. You know, you've got to sort of pull it all apart, and that and that's sort of like what the early alt rock. 90s scene was, it was yeah. pull, pulling apart the 80s. Yeah, right. Um Yeah, so getting into a lot of that stuff.
0: That's but, awesome.
3: Yeah. But I'll be definitely listening to this on the way
0: home. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's a ripper tune, um, Ultravox, there you go. What can you say about Ultravox? Mm. He went uh solo after a while and did tracks on his own. Good old, um, yep. what's his fucking name? I fucking toured with the cunt. Midge Ure Yeah. Jesus. It did annoy me a bit when I toured with him. Yeah. A little bit arrogant. Really excited to meet him. Just an asshole. But anyway.
3: I think. What would I know? I think this, I don't know, if the music industry or fucking, I don't know, if it's just the UK, but because he was the, I guess the other big producer or creative behind Live Aid. Yeah. Um, It's like he's been exalted but, but. People don't remember him for that. They no. remember him for this. Yeah, you know, and so it's like he thinks he's all that, but it's like you're not. Bob. I Geldoch. think he
0: has. I think it was more his people that mixed him. Oh. His sound. He's got a sound woman. Okay, and she requested Doctor Pepper. For a fucking drink, and I remember Venue Twenty Eight having to drive to Marabin to get Doctor Pepper. To get that now, this chick was one hundred and thirty kilos. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) This chick was one hundred and thirty kilos. The last thing she needed was fucking Doctor Pepper,
3: or even a Coke. And
0: she had sandals on with with fucking socks. Oh, so we were like, Doctor Pepper, why don't you fucking call a stylist and drink water, you cunt? You're spending money on the wrong area, you know. Anyway, um, Maddie and I didn't like her, and they were really bitchy to us because Maddie has these most amazing keyboards, Mm. and we've gone in and they've got this fucking Hammond piano, and nothing's happening because they did fade to grey, obviously, Mm. because he wrote that as well.
2: Yeah,
0: and and then the next gig we did on that tour, the keyboard thing had grown up, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maddie's got the fucking light on app, so we can't turn it on. Sorry, honey, I'll fix oh, it in here.
3: What I should get you for Christmas then is an Alexa. A new Maddie. No, an Alexa <laughs> yes. A new boyfriend. Alexa. Alexa, you just <laughs> say Alexa, turn on all the lights and it connects to that and they all go but on. Well we
0: got Apple phones though.
3: But can you talk to it?
0: Yeah, but it's yeah, Siri. Do it.
3: We'll say hey Siri. I was turn gonna on get
0: on a, I was gonna get a Google one. Yeah. But he's at work. It's running off the doorbell.
3: But can you talk to them? And say, turn the lights on. No, you can't. Well, we need to I'm going to get you one of them. Oh
0: my god, hilarious! All right, Ultra Vox" by Vienna. That was side. That was track four, side B. Then we had the church, "The Unguarded Moment," which was side B, track five. Mental as anything. If you leave me, can I come too? <laughs> I always loved that. I liked it. Oh, by the
3: way, getting back to you guys, the Duranies, if you wanted to go back and listen to our Duran episodes, we talked about Duran a hell of a lot. Right back in episode 18 we did a Duran Duran special. It was a two-part special. We would have been, I imagine, deep in.
0: We were 25. Yeah, we were (laughs) fucking.
3: We were young and hopeful back then. (laughs) We were. Episode 18 and 19, check it out. I believe it's very good. It rated really well at the time. And um, uh, somewhat recently we did episode 128. uh, Rio. Yeah, Rio, 40th anniversary special. Yeah, that's right. That was a good one too.
0: We love our Durannies.
3: That's right.
0: Just amazing. Without Duran the world is fucked. That's all there is to it.
3: They are difficult songs to get right.
0: Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are, and they're beautiful songs too. Um, all right, track seven, side B, after Mental as Anything, was Jimmy and the Boys, They Won't Let My Girlfriend Talk To Me. What the fuck's that mean? They won't? Who's they? Jimmy and the Boys were Aussie, I think.
3: Must be the parents.
0: 1982, that was sort of. Air Supply was side, Air Supply even got a look in. The one that you love, the one
3: that you love. You're not into air supply, sorry.
0: No, my mum brought me an air supply tape at my 11th birthday.
3: Oh, yeah? It down I the And I screamed toilet? at her. Oh, really?
0: Really passionately and said, how dare you buy me air supply? I remember. You I don't know so, me. I was so angry. You you think made me physically angry.
3: Oh, really? And she
0: was like, No, you'll appreciate when you get older. And I'm like, No, I won't. I fucking hate air supply.
3: Oh, what a little cunt. I was a little
0: cunt. (laughs) I was an absolute (laughs) asshole. I was screaming at my mother, this air supply CD. Well, you love it. She got me a tape. Oh, yeah. But she brought an air supply tape, and I thought she'd sold me to a pack of lesbians. I couldn't believe it. I was just like no, I won't, I hate Air Supply, don't make me like him. And the it wasn't until next year that
3: she sold it to the lesbian. That's
0: right. The only, I was only a baby and I was mortified,
3: mortified. I would have fucking slapped your face off. Well, she should have because I was a little bitch. <laughs>
0: but um, anyway, the, the only Air Supply song I think which is a genius, mm-hmm. I did find one in my older years, Love and other Bruises. Love other bruises makes us all good losers. I can na 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 and I'm crying love and other bruises. Fucking genius song. Oh, yeah. I right? remember that
3: one. Really
0: powerful song. Yep. But I remember going to singing lessons and the guy that had the afro, the little guy, mm. they were like the Aussie Hall and Oates, weren't they? Except shitter. Oh,
3: see, I, I like Hall & Oates. Yeah, but no, no, no,
0: I like Hall & Oates yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one was blonde, one was dark, one had an no, afro, yeah, yeah. one was the one with the guitar they, and the voice. They
3: weren't concerned about being cool, 100%, you know?
0: that's what I mean, yeah, exactly. They weren't worried. So no I chance. remember thinking, oh, that's right, I went to my singing lessons in the city, I went to lessons for years and the cousin of the front guy of Air Supply mm went to my singing lesson and she told everyone, I'm as Supply's little cousin and I went, oh, God. But we got along really well. She was quite out there. Yeah. And I said to her, you know, what's it like to have a famous cousin that mm-hmm. like tours America and stuff? I was only 13 or something. Yeah. And she said, oh, yeah, he's really good, he's really rich and stuff and I went, fuck, they're really rich. How does that work? But they would be.
3: Yeah. Cuz
0: they were very American contemporary, you know. Yeah. If you listen to Casey Kasem Top 40, oh yeah. They were always on that. 100%. But the fact that my mother even passed me and wrapped it up just mortified. You would me. have
3: been offended. It's like she didn't know you.
0: Offended. That's yeah. right.
3: Yeah. It
0: was like she didn't know me. Yeah.
3: That's what would have fucked you off. Because
0: I was like, I've never shown any interest in these pricks.
3: Because that's that age group. In that age group, you're all you are all about yourself and your your self identity. Yeah. And when your parents don't see you, you know what I mean. When they don't recognise what you like and what's important to you, oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. She
0: didn't mean anything by it, but I really took it on board. All right, so I've left the last track um, because I. This is where I fell in love with this band. I thought they were amazing.
3: Can we just give a plug for our own show first? Yes. It's a rockabilly track that we're ending on, guys. Yes. We did a rockabilly episode in a hun- episode 152, Rage to Love, Rockabilly in the 80s because it really was a big thing. It was and a
0: style. This was right. a big
3: track. This went to number nine in the UK, everybody.
0: By the stray cats,
3: stray cats made American American rockabilly band. Yep.
0: Brian Setzer, great vocal, mm. Slim Jim. Yep, I think they're getting back together again. I've heard rumours that they're all getting back together again.
3: That actually would do really well with would Do great, did. you know what I mean? People it would be great, go crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So big shout out to the Oakley Wogs from 1983. Mm-hmm. I reckon I used to hang out with them. Um, amazing, stray cats. I love the name. I loved the look, the blonde rockabilly look. It was not Elvis but it was very different. Yeah. And I loved everything about them and I became a little bit of a fan for a while with the Stray Cats, you know. Yeah. And they became quite renowned in the 80s. Yeah. But, yeah, have a look at the rockabilly show we did. It was amazing. That one also did really well.
3: Yeah, that's right. And there we go. You can see why we do fucking compilation albums, can't you guys? amazing. 1981, what a fucking great year for music. I
0: love 1981.
3: 1981
0: rocks on. Yeah, now Hobart, Tasmania, we are going on sale next Wednesday, the 13th of December. Get your Chrissy presents. Room of 210. It's only a small room because a lot of venues are – They're just – there's not many venues in Hobart I've noticed and that that aren't fantastic and they're like, oh, do we want to do an 80s thing? Is there anything there? And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's Gen X and they drink. What more do you need to know? I've been speaking to agents. And then I just went, you know what, I'm just going with what I've booked. Yep. Fuck it. Yep. So we will be at the Theatre Royal and it's in the studio so it will be dancing. Lovely. And singing. Beautiful. And everything. That's it. If you need any other information about Rewind 80s Band, it's rewind There you go.
3: Now, our beautiful friends all around the world, thank you for supporting. Please get other people on involved, especially before Christmas. Yeah. If there's some way that, I don't know, you can get them sort of involved... Uh, Especially sort of Christmas listening It's like over the Christmas period where you get a little bit of time off You might pick up a book Often people might start a new podcast Mm. Especially sort of Mm. approaching the new year Mm. Recommend 80s montage guys Get people around this Please like, share, rate and review Give us five stars Um, And you can say whatever the fuck you like As long as you give us five stars exactly don't be a cunt, give us a one. Go fuck off.
0: Well, don't complain about something we've fucking warned don't, you about.
3: Yeah, don't we're sort explicit. Of judge us against something that we're not. Oh,
0: Christians do you know. in the 80s. Fucking hell. Sorry,
3: we don't make very good porcupines either because we're not porcupines, you fucking oh, idiot.
0: Oh, lovely. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Good on you, chick.
3: Good on you, bitch. Um, Hey, guys, we love yous and thank you to our subscribers. The best thing that you can do, guys, is become a subscriber because we're on like over 10 different music platforms. Mm. Rather than just like listen to single episodes here and there, hit subscribe. Yeah. Because it really pushes us up the charts as well. It does.
0: And thank you, Aussies, for making us chart for the last three or four weeks. We've been doing great in the Aussie We've charts, guys. We've been in guys. top 100 and yeah. it's fantastic because then weirdos like this chick can find us and complain about it. Yeah, exactly it's right. Awesome.
3: We want to be able to give idiots the opportunity to vent, <laughs> don't we? I mean, yeah. that's what we do in fucking Yeah, look,
0: and I do totally get it because if you listen to one, the thing is all the podcasts we listen to are like us. Yeah, like we do uh, Maddie listens to do go on and he listens to the Dum Dum Club. They're all the same fucking thing.
3: See we're not like strictly in the music genre like we were in the comedy genre as well, you know what I mean yeah. So it's not just
0: well we think we're funny well, <laughs> we're,
3: strangely, we chart in the fucking comedy charts as well, you know we oh, do we have never seen that the thing the thing is. This is the band room experience.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's
3: what our podcast is. So don't get us wrong. This is this is what musos talk about in the band room. This is the band room that we're doing it from. Yeah. yeah? That's right. Do you get that? Like you're not going to hear this conversation, the content, anywhere else.
0: That's right. Your cunts listen to Simple Minds. (laughs) Us cunts tour with Simple Minds.
3: Exactly right. So if we sort of miss things. If our research is a bit of skew, if it's because we're busy doing fucking gigs yeah. and often we don't get really the extra time clicking away at our computer, we fucking actually lived it.
0: Anyone, look, they weren't Anyone. even that fucking up on the shit anyway. No, that's it. Um, but look, it's it's the delivery that people want, but we don't have that delivery. We're sorry, we have.
3: We're giving you the we're giving you the band room experience, guys. All right, and it's authentic. Okay, so just
0: you know what, everyone that listens to this understands it. Look, they get a one. They get it.
3: Yeah, we'll get sort of one boring country year.
0: Yeah, we do actually. That's us. That's (laughs) That's our rate. That's our one. I think we missed out last year, but definitely this
3: year. But hey, our listeners and subscribers, we fucking love you all around the world. In the UK, in the US, here in Australia, all throughout Europe, fucking half of the, the. the, the countries in in Asia, yes. we get some amazing listeners through the sort of Central and South America. Yeah, we love UK. you guys, Canada as well. We yes. fucking love you. And we see you. We, You know, we read the charts. We, we we look at our demographics and and we really appreciate the following, guys. So thank you very much. What a big year. Now become a Patreon. Before Christmas, become mm. a Patreon. Get us through this ho- holiday period, guys. You can become a Patreon for as little as $1.50 a month and for $10 a month you get the extra episodes. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Patreon.com forward slash the 80s montage podcast. Really easy to find. There's three tiers. Anything is is, is amazing. Yeah, that's know. right. Yeah, And if you have any shows that you want us to do, please write in on either the 80s Montage Facebook or something like that where we can – we'd love your ideas because obviously our best-selling idea was from Leith in Tassie. Yeah. You know, with her summer of 87 or whatever. yeah. I wasn't keen on doing that one. I wasn't understanding it. But you guys, if you are five years younger, you might resonate with something that I don't remember. Exactly
3: right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly right. Well, good on you guys. We love you. Yeah. G'day all around the world. And if it's music, mateys. Cool, cool shit from the 80s. We're going to talk about it.
0: Unreal.